This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips. Hetty Green is back with us again. The famed spinster uh, will make an appearance on the last Sunday of the next three months. That will be July, August, and September at the New Bedford Whaling National Historical Park. It's all free. Irene Dupuy Gutierrez performs as the Witch of Wall Street. She joins us here today. Welcome back, Irene. Oh, thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, you've been performing as Hetty Green for how long? <laughs> That's a good question. I've actually at the park, I think, five years now. Mm-hmm. I've been doing, doing research on her for much longer than that, but sure. at the park, yeah. Do you like Hetty? Yeah, sort of, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fascinated by her. She was quite a woman. Uh-huh. And we'll get into some of that, but I wondered if you liked Hetty because uh, she was not always a likable person. Right. People, call, of course, call him the witch. I call her the wizard. There yeah. is absolutely no doubt that this woman was brilliant. Yeah. Whether you like her or not, you have to understand she made somewhere with $100 million, $200 million left at the time when she died. So how much she had actually found for her family, heaven knows what number. Um, there are some things that people may not know about Hetty Green. Can you give us a couple? I mean, is, you know, the stories are out there. Right. People know she's made a lot of money. Right. Are there a couple of things that perhaps you've researched uh, that people may not know? There's a lot about her. She was actually a very private person. And she did the newspaper. People would follow her around for interviews and this kind of thing. And most of the time, she was willing to talk about money, but she doesn't talk about her life. We know, and of course, she started right here. She was born in New Bedford, Bedford Village, and spent the first 18 years of her life there. And then after that, her father had moved to New York. She moved out to New York and lived there. But she became the actual only heir for the whaling industry that her family owned. So she was here often. I think most people don't realize that. While she was not living here as such, but she was here on the street so often that people recognized her. She's part of our product. Very, very incredible woman and we've played up that witch stuff. The, the early books that came out were intended to ruin her. They tried hard. They were intended to lie, to exaggerate. And it wasn't fair. I think a lot of the newer research, you get a, a bit of fairer game than she did once upon a time. And I know try to. So you're telling us that Hetty Green was likable, friendly? Well... In some ways, not really friendly because she was trying to avoid a number of people all the time. Everybody who just want money from him is going to say, no, that's it, Didn't, did not give money away. But there were other people who bothered him because so many lawyers are after him for money for other people, doctors, lawyers, a number of group of people. Those were not nice to at all. Didn't like landlords either, by the way. She <laughs> thought he charged too much. But he was basically, I think, 
we're finding many years later that she really was a pretty decent human being. She had much training in almost uh, medical health. It, it, today's, you know, emergency person it was often the one taking care of neighbors in the neighborhood, bringing them food, taking care of children if they were injured. One of the things they remember for, which is so small that you wonder why, when she lived in Vermont, when a child in the town had a birthday, he brought the child a piggy bank with a nickel in it. Now, that sounds like nothing. She had millions and millions. But she wanted to get them to, to learn to save money. She, Of course, she was a Quaker, which had a lot to do with her, her phase of life. And she really believed that one should be smart about what they spent and how they used their money, not throw it around. So tell us about your performance schedule as Hetty. Your performance schedule as Hetty. I find I, I said it in different areas of his life because there's just so much. And I always get some certain questions. Every time I do a presentation, we end with a Q&A. And I always, someone says, did she take care of her son's knee when he was injured? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I have theories. I've heard a number of things. I said probably the biggest kept secret in his life because he never spoke about it publicly. Your son. But uh, when he helped her, I don't. he did everything he was able to do. Yeah. Yes, she did take her to very free doctors, and they recognized her and refused to serve him. But she may well have taken him to other doctors. I don't know. His father was the one who actually paid for the operation when the son, Ned, lost his knee. So he had money, too. Sure. You know, I, I think that's another thing. I wish we had an answer to. I don't have it. All right. Um you're listening to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips. My guest is Irene Dupuy Gutierrez, who uh, at one time was a talk show host here at Correct. this station. Yep. Uh, she performs as Hetty Green at the New Bedford Whaling National Historical Park the last Sunday of the month in July, August, and September. The performances are at 1 p.m. They are free, and you can go and enjoy and ask questions after the performance. So that's a good thing. Um, was Hetty really a witch of Wall Street? Was she very, I know she was successful. Well, she was a wonder, was a wonder, not a wit, a wonder at Wall Street. She was the second woman on Wall Street. The first woman was not, capable to make the money and, and backed off eventually. Hetty is the first woman in a time when she couldn't even vote yet. And they did not want her on Wall Street. It was a, a boy's bed club. Sorry, guys, but that that's true. It was a man's world. And she was represented and caused, I think, most all of the anger and everything else that went with her. Wonder which. She was... Right, and let's appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, 
you mentioned she had 200 million at the time of her death. Um, that's a lot of money in those days. <laughs> Even today. Yeah. Actually, yeah. today, that would be 57 billion with a B that had her money. She died with leaving 100 million to 200 million. How can somebody lose 100 million dollars? We don't know. She had such an amazing life. Her brain was so bright that she did not have to keep anything in written. So when she died, there were no records of her records. Nobody knew, except probably her son Ned, knew the actual number. They knew they could prove 100 million, but that's another 100 million dollars that was somewhere out there. So we don't know. We do not know at all. Even we're never going to know. I think that's fair. Ned was the only one who knew. Um, was she philanthropic? Well, not really. <laughs> kind in ways. She did not believe in charity, and she was not shy to tell you that. She felt people should work for their money. She did pay people for work for him. He was kind of difficult in paying some of his bills. That part is true. But people who worked for him, he always paid. He took care of them right. And he thought that was a matter of honor. For, when people worked for her? All kinds of people. He owned so much land, particularly real yeah. estate, the railroads. He children probably thousands and thousands of people so over the years. I have no idea how many. Yeah. But she wasn't really philanthropic. Not she didn't do what so many of her friends, or at least other people in the Wall Street, then did that. She didn't build museums or art museums or things of this sort. Mm -hmm. No, not at all. Okay. Um, is Hetty Green important to New Bedford? Irene? I think she was probably the most important woman from New Bedford ever. I, we had certainly very important men. We had to move them out here, but I don't think we had another woman even come close to her. We've had some important women. We're not going to forget her at her. She died in 1916, and people still recognize her name. That's why we're doing this at the National Park, get the noise out, but people know about New Bedford's history. Yeah, and she did play a big part you know, as you mentioned, whaling. She had, right. she had her hands, and her family had hands Absolutely. in just about everything. Yep. The Howland family, her mother's family, was probably the largest, richest whaling family in New Bedford. It was her grandfather who really headed all of whaling in New Bedford in the late 1800s. So... If you had a Mount Rushmore for New Bedford, would Hetty Green be on it? <laughs> I'd like to say someone. There, in the set of New Bedford, there is nothing of Hetty. Once upon a time, there was a, a poster, a picture of her picture on it where she was born. That's now gone. Yeah. I don't think we do anything. I think a lot of people have that feeling that wit, we don't want them associated with us. Come on, wake up. You know, if, even if that were true, 
Lizzie Borden did wonders for Fairhaven and got him out. And Fall but, River. Fall River and Fairhaven. She lived in Fairhaven, right? Yes. After after the trial. Yes. She moved to Fairhaven. At one uh, point. Okay. We should do something. God, this is unreal. Some some sort of memento or statue or... That, that would be great. That yeah. would be fabulous, actually. Where was she born? Do you know? What? On 7th Street. On 7th Street. Yep. Right downtown, downtown. And then he spent most of his childhood living in his grandfather's child, which is just... A, Grandfather's house was just a few blocks away. Yeah. And then finally, she lived with her Aunt Sylvia again in right downtown until she moved away at 19, when she was 18. Yeah. Well, it seems something could be done there. So you would think that something would be done with that property. Yeah. Uh, National Register Historic Places or something. Oh, I'd love to see it. Yeah. I will go. Well, that's an interesting... Uh, even if you don't like her, let's credit that she's done something amazing. Yeah. Okay, so... Irene Dupuy-Gordieris uh, performs as Hetty Green on the last Sunday of the month, 1 p.m., no admission fee, at the New Bedford Whaling National Historical Park. That's at 33 William Street. Um, when you attend on July 30th, uh, you'll learn more about her brother and sister. If you go on the last Sunday in August, the 27th, where is Hetty's money now? <laughs> Good luck in getting an answer for that one. And September 24th, the turnaround. The audience answers the questions and wins Hetty's famous nickel. So that's uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um I guess finally, the last thing uh, I I wanted to ask you about is, of course, the the um, you know if she was uh, uh, how important was she to New Bedford? And again, you bring up a good point. Uh, we've got a lady uh, with an axe accused of killing her stepmother and father. And we know way more about Lizzie Borden. There have been movies made, the whole thing. Hetty Green. Yeah, exactly. We've exactly. forgotten about her to some extent. We kind of know her as the Witch of Wall Street, but there's more to that story. <laughs> and you're happy to tell it, I'm sure. Um, all right. Irene Dupuy Gutierrez, uh, really thanks for coming in and uh, performing. Uh, not performing here today, but performing at the National Park last Sunday of the month, uh, July, August, and September. I know you enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. A lot of the people actually enjoy interacting with you. Do they? I do believe you? so. And yeah. I love doing this, so yeah. I hope so. All right. Irene, thank you very much for coming in. Good to see you again. And uh, stay with us, folks. Town Square Sunday will continue in just a moment. 